podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 18th of May 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John, how are we doing today? I'm alright, how are you? Tired, it's very early. Good result last night. Superb result for Dundee United, um, 1-0 away at Inverness. We take that lead into the second leg of the playoff on Friday evening. Uh, these games can be watched live on mainstream channel BT Sport <laughs> 1. How dare they? How dare they, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and after that it's um, if we get through. The final against, we don't know, St Mirren or Hamilton. Hamilton, yes. Um, after St Mirren scudded them 2-0. I know. Um, and Gordo is unavailable this week. He is. So there'll be no exotic French picks. There'll be there'll be no <laughs> French regional league nonsense. <laughs> Although I'm sure um, if you follow the Facebook group or our Twitter feed, he'll have something for us come Friday. Yes, I'm sure he will. Um, so just quickly start by saying, by the time you've heard this, the competition for the Europa League final tickets will be closed and we will have picked our winner, which will be announced uh, on the next podcast, but we will be in touch with the person on Friday. As soon as possible. Because we have had a few people contact us and ask when the draw has been made. Our, um, well, my inception of this idea was that there would be a lot of folk travelling without tickets and yep. not so much that we would be making people travel. So I have now checked with the the app that the mobile tickets come on, and it's really easy to reassign the tickets to a new guest. That's good. Which is fantastic, because the worry was, was it was going to be my name, and they did for some reason, for the first time ever, implement Managed to check it. Yeah, and... do ID checks, and, it, I mean, and you've sent somebody to fucking Baku, which is outside of Europe, for a European final. But no, it looks really easy to assign and give the passport number over. So we will be in touch with the winner when that happens. Let's just move on, Andy. Uh, we'll just stick quick, quickly go with Gordo. Yeah, he had a great night on Friday. Um, three for three again in the French League. Three for three. So that was Brest, Paris FC and Nancy beating the, the league winners' Mets. See, that's what happens when you leave Orleans off that ticket. <laughs> it's the one time I've not followed his treble. Uh, me too. <laughs> just because Orleans <laughs> kept letting it down. Well, I had, I had coaching and then I went to the cinema, so I totally for, forgot about it. And then just as I was sat down with the trailers on, I was like, I wonder what the scores are. And they were all winning, so I was like, I was at the cinema as well on Friday. What did you see? Uh, I went to see Avengers again. Did you? Cool. I've not seen that. <laughs> I've seen it like seven times now. Not all at the cinema. See, but... I've not. I've not seen most of the first twenty movies. So <laughs> I, it's a big commitment. I kind of feel like I'd need to do that in order to watch the last one. Yeah, it's, it, it'd literally be like getting into football in your thirties. Ah, uh, maybe. Like I was. I, I was more thinking. It's like these fans now that are going to the playoff games after I've sat through a fucking <laughs> load of shit all season. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in for the last bit. <laughs> is, is that it? The United fans will return when the Premier League football is back? Oh, I think a few will return if we make the playoff final. Yeah, you'll suddenly see Tannadice busy again. Is the playoff final two legs? It's two legs. Um, us being the If we make it, us being the championship team would play at home first. And then the away leg would be a, uh, either Hamilton or St Mirren, depending who it is that finishes second bottom. Fair enough. Uh, go on to this week's pick. So my banker was at Atlanta at home at Genoa. Last week, yeah. Yeah, they won 2 0. It looked 2 1. Did it finish 2 1? I'm pretty certain it was 2 1. I turned notifications off at like 88 minutes. All right, okay. You were safe anyway, but yeah. Because so you, you texted me at the time going, this horrible... didn't look good. No, at half time, Geno had 70% possession. Atlanta hadn't had a shot and goal. 
I was watching it on I was watching it on the Skybet app, like the full game, not the old championship manager style pitch. <laughs> I was watching I like like a proper live, a feed of it. I was watching the proper feed of it on Skybet. Right. But the thing is that feed tends to be quite far behind. Quite so, delayed, so you yes. need to disable all notifications. Yeah. But it was literally as I walked in the gym, so I was like, you know what, turn out eighty eight minutes, turn it off. I need to stop doing that actually because I have been stung before. Like with like a two two nil to what, two. Why do you do that? What? Because in eight minutes, it's Italian football. If a team's conceding two goals late, they don't deserve to be Italian. <laughs> yeah, that's that, <laughs> very, very true. And uh, then I was watching your game come in, Andy, or not come in. Leverkusen. Infuriating. Very infuriating. They, they had a goal lead. Yeah. And then Schalke. Schalke missed a penalty as well. Yeah. But, so they beat Frank, they scored six goals against Frankfurt in 35 minutes. Yeah. From seven shots, which I wasn't aware of at the time. And it's just they, a German efficiency. They, they had 19 shots at the weekend. And it's just one of those absolutely <laughs> infuriating ones. And it was a shame for me because it means I'm going to end for the season slightly negative in the in the banker across all banker bets. Is that how that's working? Yeah, because of the bad run I had over Christmas. Um, it, even though I've, if you look at the graph, and we'll put these graphs out uh, we'll, so that everyone can see. We will be doing a review of the podcast the season picks. next week. Um, I've been on an excellent run since the turn of the year, clawing it back. Um, basically, you're basically the... Aston Villa. That's that's what that's, you are. That is exactly <laughs> for banker bets. I'm Aston Villa. <laughs> uh, the value bets I had Aston Villa. There you go. West Brom. They were a goal down, but they were very much in control of the game. They were, and they deserved the win. <laughs> Jack Grealish. Another two bookings on him. He's so good, though. He's he's. I keep saying this, and I, and there's a couple of people in Birmingham who randomly follow me. Okay. Who. Just disp- I understand it. Like, yeah, not like him, but he's the best player in the championship, probably. By an absolute mile. Yeah, I agree like, with you. You've even, it's one of those situations where every time I've seen a Villa player do, you know they do the man of the match and they have a other player hand over yes. to you? Every player, that's what they say. They go, he's the best player in this league by an absolute mile. Yeah, he, pr- he and is. It's just, we're just lucky that he's here. And you're like, his whole team understand it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's like the, that's the ultimate. Yeah. Is when every one of your players goes, Gabble Jack. Absolutely. Because they need to. I would like him to stay there for another season because when Villa got relegated, they were one of the teams I just hated. It felt like any time I watched a Villa live match, it was 0 0 or 1 0. So, this is, a, this is a great stat. Villa were the team before they got relegated in the Premier League since the Premier League's inception uh, that had the most amount of draws and it was landslide like no one else was even close <laughs> in fact they probably still hold that title even though they've been out for a couple of seasons oh yeah um most number of top flight draws in the premier league so they beat west brom 2-1 and they went through on penalties last night so they are in the playoff final against either derby and leeds yep um i was in the j league uh for my value bet i took fc tokyo who had a solid 1-0 win and are keeping their position at the top of the table your japanese picks are getting impressive andy I just love the J League. I don't. I don't think bookies in this country price it correctly. I was talking about this, like when we go into our charity picks as well. I'll be talking about that. Um, but my outsider was Real Sociedad at home to Real Madrid. They won three one. Great shout! I was out after the old firm. Uh, bumped into a load of Celtic fans who were in were in great spirits. Actually, really good boys. Um, they will. They will now be. The guy promises me he will now be listening to this podcast. Oh, great! Um, but they all had Real Madrid on their coupon. And we obviously got to chatting about four o'clock. And did you make them cash it out? That I do a podcast and I think it was a really bad pick on behalf of whoever done it. But Real Madrid went 1-0 up. So I was in for it. 
<laughs> for a long time. But we were out in the beer garden, and then by the time we came inside and hooting Annie's, it was three one. I just kind of sat. I sat there smugly. I didn't rub in because I don't like people to lose their coupons. No, it's the bookies you want to lose money. But yeah, so it was at that point that Real Sociedad went three one up. The folks started asking about the podcast. Brilliant. You're a messiah. <laughs> um, I I took quite a speculative punt for my outsider. It was a four to one shot on RB Leipzig. I just fancied them to not let Munich win, and and they did that. They they drew nil nil, um, which you know I don't feel too bad about Take, taking a four to one shot that comes that close is fine. It's left the German title open going to the last day. Yeah, I mean I think it's sewn up, but there's but no, there's still no winner yet. There's no winner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the charity picks, we, we were unlucky. I was just saying that I thought your two Japanese picks were in the charity pick and no. Forfa had ruined your value. So I did something stupid this weekend, and I've done it before, where I pick one bet to really lump on. Yeah. Uh, and that was Forfa. I just <laughs> fancied them so much at odds of five to four. I thought it was such a good price. And of course, they go one nil up, and I'm like, yeah, this is brilliant. And then penalty, red card, penalty scored. It's one all. They've got 10 men for the last 20 minutes. It's and it just fizzles back. out at one each. Infuriating. So Rafe are through. So Rafe will play team that finished second bottom of the championship then to go up? I don't know. I'm too busy concentrating on the I'm just top United. of that league. I'm yeah. trying to stay across that. Clyde, <laughs> what's happening in England? Um, yeah, your other chat pick was in the Japanese league that came in. It was a. F- it was Kawasaki Frontale. They won four nothing. Yeah, that was very comfortable. Um, yeah, they're they're just really really good. So, although this podcast will probably stop in the next couple of weeks for the summer, it does feel like what Andy said about the Japanese league is completely mispriced and the MLS. Yeah. So LAFC away to Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew were on a run of five defeats in a row. LAFC are top of the other section, the Western Conference, and they were seventeen to ten. They won three 0 Is it, is this something to do with? you know, inter-conference games. I think or... it's hard to tell when they're going, because there's travel, travel involved, yeah. etc. Because Ellie were going to Columbus, but I still don't get it. Like, it didn't make any sense to me that that was a price, but then I was wrong with the Red Bulls Galaxy game the week before. Yeah, but if you're getting a game that you might be wrong in half the time, but you're getting 3-1 to one for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that bet every That's day. That's true. <laughs> and uh, I took the, the Australian playoffs between Sydney and Melbourne. I took there to be over 2.5 goals and it finished 5-1. Yeah, so. great shout. That was in before half time. Very close on the charity bet this week. Yeah, Just annoyingly, I honestly thought, like, I literally logged in on Sunday night thinking we'd won it. Yeah, for, 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 so Forford done us out of that. They've done me out of a very big single. And they also done me out of a competition I have with some of my colleagues at work um, where we each pick two teams for an eightfold every week <laughs> but count how many times we get our own personal double in. Right, okay. Um, so this is the fifth year we've been, sixth year we've been doing it, fifth or sixth year. Anyway, I've won it five times in the past. <laughs> only lost the only time I've not won it is last year right, and okay. this year if Forford won I would have won it again and said it was a joint first so that was the picks it was pretty good see if you're turning people on to the podcast and you're able to back up that one of the guests said three five and one it's like there's a lot of good picks in there with a lot of good odds and a lot of good value in as I said uh, we've got uh, I've done quite a lot of work in some nice spreadsheets and graphs that they track everything. Obviously, these these podcasts are out there. You can go back and check. Um, we can't hide anything. That was these, that was these my, are the real results. That was my exact point that I made to the boys. So I did tell them there will be a review podcast, but I was explaining like how high the return is on our picks. Yeah, on a one for one basis and a percentage. And 
one of them was mentioned in one of the VIP Twitter pages they follow, and their promise is like four percent return. That's like, wow, that's, we are. That's like their return. That's what they're wanting people to pay like a ten or a month for. Wow. But then you're assuming that the the way they try and sell this is it's for people who bet over the top. Yes. And a four percent return would be huge to you. Yeah. Yeah, but. But you could bet over the top on these. Like we we have many more winning weeks than losing weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think we've had, I don't think any of us. I think I've had zero for zero on my picks, but I've not had a zero for free. Sorry, I've not had any zeros overall. No, I meant just like break even weeks. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the 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 wins outweigh the losses tremendously. But yeah, I'll I'll get them all up. I'll get them on the the Facebook group. Uh, so if you go onto Facebook and you search Trampled Bet Podcast. Um, join the join the community there. Um, Scottish players abroad. It's coming to a close. Our favourite David Bates. I'm going to get quite personal. I think on this. I don't understand what's going on here. Hamburg have managed to throw away. And the chance at promotion. Yeah, oh, unbelievable. Now they were, it was them in Cologne. Yeah, that was even, even two months ago. That was it. Those two are going up, and maybe there'd be a fight between three or four teams like Heidenheim, Union, um, for the for that playoff spot in third. But Hamburg and Cologne would essentially fight out for the title and get the two automatic spots. What have Hamburg done? Honestly, it's driving it's driving me mental because I've watched a few of the games now. So Bates hasn't been playing, hadn't featured at no. all. Um, they'd been a run of four defeats and two draws since Bates' last uh, last game, which was a 3-2 win. So he played in the last win. Um, he was brought back in for the game at the weekend away at Paddenborn. They were 1-0 down at half-time. They went and switched to free the back. He got subbed. Ah, and, and then the wheels fell on, off. Then they went on to lose 4-1. Yep. So, I don't know. I'm very opinionated on football, and it's not just because I like David Bates. This guy, that Van Drongen that plays on, is fucking useless. Like... I can't, I can't stress this enough. He's fucking useless, and he has played every minute of this horrendous run. And they lost four one, and that is now Hamburg unable to be promoted. Yeah. So it'll be the first time ever they've spent two years. In they the... technically still can be promoted. They just need an insane Was goal it a swing, t- ten goal swing each way. Mm, yeah. So that's where the Bates thing comes in as well as. They w- I just don't. I just couldn't see them conceding three, four, f- three and four every game they have. So they've had, they've had a thirteen goal difference swing because of defeats and draws over the last seven games. We've been horrendous. Where they could have won games as well and gained more points as yep. well, where they wouldn't be in the goal difference chase, and they would have kept a better goal difference. They have zero goal difference. So we've for, for a team that high up the table with fifty three points to have zero a goal. break even goal difference. It's awful. Terrible. So David Bates can only be playing in the Bundesliga next year if somebody signs him. Which I really hope, which is, I'm kind of hoping that's part of the reason that we just don't know about. Like he's been dropped because he's signed for Because he's already he's going with agreed somebody. terms somewhere else. Yeah, because under this manager, I don't think he's going to play. No. and, and Which is mental because the amount of clean sheets that he was involved in yeah, in the first half of the season was astronomical. If you've got a team that finishes with a zero goal difference in the top four and you've got a player who's contributed 19 clean sheets in his starts, and he doesn't play in the bit that swings a minus 13 goal difference at the end of the season. It, it's, uh, by no means, there's not one player that changes the back four, but that seems like it does. Yeah. Like, that seems like it almost does if you're losing all those That's games. Hard, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. 
Um, Jack Harper didn't feature, but Malaga won 3 0, and they're now up to fifth, so they're back in the playoffs. Um, Liam Henderson played in a 2 1 win over Foggia, and they secured a playoff place, so they went up to fifth as well. So they're in the playoffs, that's their season finished. So, um, a great assist for the first goal. Lovely ball over the top for the halfway line, but the guy has a lot to do, the Di Carmini, the striker. But we'll put it up on our Twitter actually. It's an absolute screamer. He's got no right to get the shot away either. It's in the top Brilliant. corner. But it was a lovely pass. So they're in the playoffs. Hamburg can't do anything. Malaga are in a playoff position still with three games to go. So we've not got Bates. We've not got Gold. But Liam Henderson's flying the flag now. Jack Carper, who didn't feature, is still in there. So we need we need Liam Henderson to be a Serie A player next year. That's like the, the be-all and end-all. That's what I want. That, like, I've seen like clips of him as well playing for Barry the previous year as well. So he does he does seem to enjoy being in Italy. So I really want him to be on Serie A next year and not be able to say be, on Football Gazette <laughs> Channel Four <laughs> Sunday morning and not be able to be watched again because it's on fucking Premier Sport or Eleven. They yeah. need they need to fix that. That they needs do. to be wiped and put back. Just BT just just take another three quid a month off me. And get the Italian League back, please. Yeah, and then I can get rid of... Well, I can't get rid of Premier Sports. I still have Premier Sports because they have the Europa League qualifying stages. Some of the... Right, okay. Yeah, and so I've, I've definitely they watched do. a Rangers game on that before. Yeah. And uh, they have the early rounds of the Scottish Challenge Cup. <laughs> <laughs> which which hopefully next year I don't need to watch. No, you you mean... No, no, the promoted teams aren't exempt. Because Rangers played down at the first year to get back up. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've so got another year in it. It's only if you're Great. in that league at the time. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. You're going to need to keep Premier Sports. <laughs> Fuck. It's £11 a month. <laughs> right, this week's picks, uh, it's we're shortening games. We've got less leagues being played, less to play for as well. A lot of teams have either nothing to play for or, or too much to play yeah. for. <laughs> and that's exactly where my banker is. Um, you're only getting odds of one to four. Bayern Munich at home at Frankfurt. Bayern win, they win the league. And as simple as that. Yeah. Um, they're on good form. Frankfurt aren't a bad team, but their season's kind of over now with the Europa League semi-final defeat. Bayern Munich are in great form at home, but yeah, I can't. They slipped up at Leipzig. They could have won it then. I don't see them giving Dortmund a in. It's no, Bayern not too strong. I'd even go minus one because Frankfurt in the last away game lost six one. So, there are goals there. It'll be Frank Ribery's last game as well. I think he'll go out with a bang. I, I think I think they will destroy Frankfurt as well. I think it'll be three or four. I think they'll win. Not as confident. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> um, my banker's exactly the same reasoning, but a division below you right, okay. and a spot below you. So it's in the Bundesliga Zwei. It's Paderborn to win away at Dresden at odds of one to two. So Paderborn are second in a win ensures second which means automatic promotion back into the Bundesliga uh, Paderborn won this uh, fixture 3-0 earlier in the season form wise they're second in the five team form table with 12 points from their last five Dresden they've got nothing to play for they've got six points from the last five games it just matters so much for Paderborn and they're playing well couple them together I think Paderborn will get the job done and they've only got three Dresden, uh, Dresden. They've only got three wins in the last ten. Over. Yeah, they're not. They're, so they're not. They're great. not. Not the greatest side. as you said, Paderborn. It, that that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with my picks as well. It's like forms kind of going out the window. I'm just looking for who needs. Yep. Who needs to turn up here and who isn't going to bottle it? Yeah. Well, it's it's the leagues are amazing around Europe. 
as well because yeah. we just had the English League go in the last day. That now I found that the English League actually quite boring because nothing has changed in like the past thirteen weeks, like the past three months. But that, that, there's just been that gap, and both teams have just kept winning. But that that's exactly that's as a result of Man City winning fourteen games. Yeah, in a on the on the on the spin, like that, which which is great, I guess. But not if you're a fan. You like back and forth. You like so. At no point have I gone into a weekend going, Man City are going to balls this up this week. You just look at the game and go, yeah, they'll win again. I did. I, I don't know. I thought the Leicester game last Monday, I, I was a wee bit... I, I'm, I'm anxious solely in the fact that like, my cousin likes Liverpool and I like winding them up. Yeah. Like, I've seen Liverpool win Champions League now, but it doesn't affect me. They've got potentially another one coming up. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, well, as someone who likes Arsenal, I fucking hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> um so you've got the English League was deciding the last day. The German League, which we've just announced, is going to go to the last day. You've got picks that need to go to the last day. I know Tite was just, is Tite deciding German the second league or is it still between the top two, actually? Uh, no, in the, in the second league, Cologne have won it. Cologne have won it. Uh, the, the race there is for who comes second, who comes third. So it's between right. Paderborn and Union. Okay. If you come second, you go up automatically. If you come third, you're in the playoff. Uh, Ajax and PSV have run each other very close as well. I think they're still even in points. Uh, but my value pick is in the Portuguese League where Benfica and Porto eh, are a point apart. But Benfica are at home with Ton- Tondalea, so they should win. That sounds like a W. But Porto have a game against Sporting Lisbon at home, so they need to win a respective and hope that Benfica drop. So Porto are in great form. Um, won the la- nine of the last ten at home. They will be without Casillas, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Pure an active goalkeeper having a heart attack. It's, yeah, that's... It's a bit bizarre. Yeah. Um, but they they're they're three to five, uh, four to five. Sorry, I mean that's that's really good odds for the form there. And Lisbon are set in Europa League. That's it. They're not going to get any higher. Yeah. Uh, but Benfica will win and wrap that up. But their odds were like one to ten, so they were not worth picking even for the banker. My value bet. I'm staying in Germany. I'm the division above. It's ninth place Bremen at home to third place Leipzig. So Bremen can still technically get into the seventh place Europa League qualifying spot, but they need to win here and hope that two other games go their way. So I don't think it's going to happen. And Leipzig have just been so dominant recently. I'm going to take Leipzig to win away at odds, big odds of six to four. Now you're only getting those odds because I guess they reckon Leipzig have absolutely nothing to play for. Yeah, and they've got a cup final. But they've only they've only lost one domestic game in 2019. Yeah. They're they're just so good. They've won nine of ten in the, nine of the last ten away from home as well. Yeah, they're they are, they so are I, very impressive. I see them coming out and just winning again. Okay. And six to four is a big enough price. They're brilliant odds actually. So that's Saturday at two thirty. Yeah, that Europa League thing's a disaster. See with the the four English teams making the final. Yeah, I had kind of assumed that if Arsenal finished fifth, they were guaranteed Champions League football next year. So. Because an English team are going to win the Europa, so it drops the down a spot, spot, and the Champions League is going to be won by an English. That's not how it works. If Chelsea win, it goes to Austria. Wow, yeah, that makes why the, the, the just whole, them blowing the so rank. This is like, like from everything in this system, from Celtic and Ajax having to play six qualifying, like three qualifying rounds. Yep, Ajax had to play three qualifying rounds as a Champions of Holland, which is a big. Is it, that, that that's the max? Isn't yes, it? Celtic were the same. They had to enter at the start. Yes. Wow. But you're given Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. It's because it's locked out. The Champions League is twenty four teams are already in it. Yeah. Before you start playing qualifiers. So you've only got eight people that can qualify out of I think there's like hundred and twenty six or something. That's ridiculous that that's what you're narrowing it down to. And it shows you the uphill task that 
even Ajax had, Celtic have. Teams teams from countries that aren't that are becoming worse because of these. Yeah, it's a vicious circle, blocks. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You go the Scottish League's really, and you go, yeah, it's really because we used to have one qualifying, and, and now you're now you're locked out and getting back in from yeah. a locked out position because, where there's no money coming in because is... you've got a Champions League final once again contested by two teams who didn't win their own league. Yeah, again, like that. That was kind of that was nothing. At, well, it was against Tottenham, but it was nothing against Liverpool. I just wanted Barcelona and Ajax because I much prefer it being the two champions of the leagues. It just feels right. It, Ch- it feels right. The name. Yeah. Start. Okay. Just go back to the European Cup. It doesn't need to just be a knockout cup for the sake. <laughs> Someone was trying to argue on Facebook okay. that it's called the Champions League because they're the champions of that competition. I'm like, no, That's, you could say you could call be everything. <laughs> my my outsider. I mean, this is this is the hard one. So there's plenty of people. Outsiders meant to be an outsider of the game. Yes. But I suppose it's an outside bet. Um, I've got Mainz v Hoffenheim. Uh, Mainz are at home. I'm choosing over three point five goals, not two point five goals. Okay, three point five goals. You get three to one. Uh, seven of the last ten meetings between the two have had over three point five goals. Uh, four of Mainz's last five home games have had over three point five goals, and Hoffenheim's uh, seven of last ten home or away. I've had over three point five goals. It's an end of season with no one with anything to play. It reeks of just open. Yeah, or does it reek of just no, no, no one can be arsed? <laughs> no, well, that's it. But then you hope that nobody's the defenders. <laughs> yeah, okay. And there's hungry strikers <laughs> playing. I, I do think it three to one over three point five goals is a steal. Hoffenheim have been just ridiculous. They they have um, Reese Nelson on loan from Arsenal, so I've been keeping an eye on them. They are just the epitome of like Newcastle under Keegan. Yep. They just attack and don't don't do not know how to defend. It's amazing to watch. I've enjoyed watching all of their games, even though it's just been with an interest. I've seen how Nelson's doing, but it's f- fucking amazing. And I've, I've seen the highlights of the the Mainz Leipzig game that was free each a few weeks ago as well. And they're the same. They they can't defend. They went to Dortmund and were very good at times as well, creating chances. So this will be a goal fest. I I I'm very positive. Three to one's too good for over three point five goals. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like a good bet. I'm taking a three to one shot as well. This is Heidenheim versus Ingolstadt in the German Bundesliga two um, on Sunday. So Ingolstadt are the form team in this division. You remember at the beginning of the season they were you could put them on to lose. You just back whoever were playing. Yeah, and it came in every week, <laughs> uh, but they've recently turned that round. They've now got thirteen points from the last five games. They're looking much better and they're fighting. And they've managed to do enough now to get up to 16th in the table, which is the playoff spot, so they can't automatically be relegated anymore. There are two points behind Sandhausen, so it's between them for that who who finishes there, but they're already two points back, so they really need a win. But it's away at at Heidenheim, and Heidenheim are good. Like, they're not rubbish. They're fifth in the table, they've got 52 points, and you're getting Heidenheim at 3-1 to here. That's purely because the game is meaningless for them. Yeah. But if you said who's going to win between Heidenheim and Ingolstadt, I'd say, well, no, Heidenheim. Like, they're just much better. So even though they've got nothing to play for, I still fancy them as, you know, as good as 50-50. So getting 3-1, to one, I'm going to take the home team. I'm going yeah. to take Heidenheim. Aye. And Ingolstadt are going to have to chase it as well because they need to win. Yeah. So it's not going to be a draw. It's going to be end to end. I'm going to, yeah. And I, I just fancy, you know, if it Ingolstadt just that little step too far. Because that would be a great story if they managed to get out the relegation playoff altogether. But not for your pick, so not for not for my pick. We're all on Heidenheim. We're all on Heidenheim. It's three to one. 
Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> So this week's charity pick, Sandy, you've got two games in Japan, which we don't have odds for yet. Are no, we any, don't. Are there any of them before Friday at 6am? Um, yeah, so uh, Friday at 11am <laughs> okay. is the first one. Uh, Kawasaki Frontale against Nagoya. So this is two informed teams, and it should be a really cracking game, actually. Uh, if you can get a feed of this, I would uh, recommend watching it. It's 11 o'clock Friday morning. Kawasaki undefeated in their last seven. Most recently beat Shimizu Espals 4-0 away from home at the weekend. Nagoya have had pretty much an equally impressive start to the season, unbeaten in their last seven matches. But why I'm giving this to Kawasaki is A, they're at home, and B, their head-to-head record. They've won the last six meetings of this in a row by a combined score of (laughs) 17-4. And I reckon you'll get good odds on this match for Kawasaki because both teams are right at the top of the table. There's not going to be a heavy favourite. Um, so you should get some good value back in the home team Kawasaki Frontale my second charity pick is Ita versus Shimizu S-Pulse so Shimizu who just got thudded 4-0 from Kawasaki at the weekend there this game's at Saturday 8 o'clock in the morning Ita have started absolutely brilliantly they're 23 points from 11 games in third place is that newly promoted? is that New- the team that done you in the first weekend? it is, yeah <laughs> um, well remembered <laughs> Uh, but they've they've gone on from that and kept up that fine form. Uh, it's good enough for third place in the league through 11 matches. Shimzu only eight points so far, second bottom, and as I say, coming off a 4-0 scudding. It's uh, it's funny, those two. Like, uh, I, uh, there's a lot of draws in the first game between different teams I didn't like, but it's literally that same result between the two teams that are opposing games just now that's swinging it. Yep. Shimzu getting absolutely pumped and Frontale putting four goals past somebody. It's made me go, no, those are good picks. Yeah. Because Frontale were throwing too many games and that other team, the away team... Um, Shimizu Espals? No, Nagoya. Oh, Nagoya. They're drawing a lot of away games. Yeah. But if Frontale are putting four goals past somebody, I'm pretty confident they'll, they'll win it. Frontale will be up there come the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, they've consistently been up there for the past few seasons. Um, so, no, I like it. Kawasaki Frontale and Oita double. It means Montpellier versus Nantes. It's the overs again, over 2.5 goals. It's even money for that to happen. Seven out of Montpellier's last 10 home games have had over 2.5 goals. It's a nothing game for both teams. It's end of season. I'm expecting a goal fest. Um, I I really fancy two each as a as correct score. Only, only, see if you have a free bet on one of your accounts or something, stick your free bet on this. Two each, I think, will be the score. Okay. I'm going to stick it on myself. I've got a £5 free bet sitting there. Um, I don't know what two each is, but I'd imagine you're getting about 12 to 14 to 1 on a two each draw. And my other pick is in Croatia, it's Rijeka versus Lokomotiv Zagreb. Rijeka are second, they can't catch the leaders, but they can secure second place in the league. They're at home with Lokomotiv Zagreb, who aren't very good just now. Rijeka have won four of the last five at home. Lokomotiv Zagreb have, have got an average, they're kind of like, they're kind of like a, a win, two draws, two losses away from home on like a, a kind of continuous form table they're not okay. great they're not bad they will finish mid-table regardless yeah Rijeka will be too big the 46 you're getting for that as well for those of you who don't know actually again just repeat this the charity pick we pick two teams each do a four-fold accumulator £10 of their own money and all that money goes to charity I believe we have given like 900 quid to the charity we're choosing we've been we've been good this, this season I think we've hit four yeah so and we've given sponsors money as well and we've done other things so yeah, I mean that's the 
that's a little that's a little goodwill promotional tool that we've been we've been putting forward. But I mean that was the picks. The next week will just be the last episode of the season. Yep, we, we still will. We'll keep... continue with the groups. We'll continue with Twitter. Um, we will try and get some sort of content. I think we said last week we'll try and get types of content out. Yes, but it won't be straightforward. Just picking teams. There will be too few leagues to choose from, and it's just it's good to have a break. It is good. And but, you like you like your baseball anyway, so uh, be, yeah, there's, there's become, baseball betting every night. It would become a very different podcast, a daily baseball podcast with uh, some golf and darts thrown in. Um, do join us on the Facebook group, uh, Trampled Bets Podcast. Just search that. Ask to join the group. Um, I'll be putting some picks up this week for the US PGA Championship golf's what used to be golf's fourth major of the year, but this year is now the second major of the year. They've moved <laughs> it in the calendar from August to to May. Is uh, there a reason? Yeah, just so that there's continuous golf. They've got one in April, May, June, July, is the thinking, rather than April, June, July, August. Okay. Um, so that is happening this weekend. Uh, join the Facebook group. Come and have a look at that write-up. Um, and also there's uh, a wee community growing there, and a lot of our listeners are coming up with some great picks of their own. Yep. And you get us on Twitter, uh, at TrampleBet. Get me at Twitter, at John Walker underscore 1986. And get me at ASV Sports. Um, we do post the picks. We will let you know how we've got on. Um, best luck for the weekend. Happy hunting. Sports Social Podcast Network.